Hello, welcome to podcast episode three. Um, unnamed as so far. <laughs> I have one of my all-time favorite people here today. Hi. Um. Oh my gosh. Okay. So before I introduce you, I should probably know how to pronounce your last name. Essig. Essig. I have here on the podcast today, Jacqueline Essig. Yay! Crowd goes wild. Am I supposed to cheer for myself? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm so excited to have her here, and we're going to talk all about how we met. But first, we're going to check in, and we're going to just take a couple deep breaths, see how we're doing today. Hmm. I'll fall asleep. Oh, there are muffins. There We're going to have to take a temporary pause. Because muffins. Because muffins. <laughs> oh, we're recording? You're recording me looking for my YouTube? I was going to try because yes. it was kind of entertaining. Wingnut. Jacqueline is looking something up on her phone to show me. And while she's doing that, I really wanted to try our muffins on air. For all of you, but she could not wait, and I don't blame her. I didn't do it. it but she that but, bite it meant nothing it to meant me. Nothing to her, apparently. I promise. I Cheers. Didn't Cheers. Oh, excellent. Oh my god. Mmm. Yeah. This is all the Sunday mornings in my light childhood, all in one. It's pretty good. Pretty pressed. These are definitely better than my last ones. I don't know. There's something about a muffin mm. with like the crunch on the outside. It was right out of the ba- out of the right mm. out of the baker. Right out of the baker. <laughs> right out know, of the baker. Yeah. <laughs> Words are hard. Mm. Oh, hot! Those are hot. They might be hot. They're delicious. Don't die. I'm not dying. Okay, Jacqueline's gonna keep looking for this video, and I'm gonna just kind of introduce her to you guys Hi. while she's doing that. Where the fart? Um, Jacqueline is. One of my dearest friends. Yay! And uh, we became pretty fast friends, I would say. Yes. Like, pretty much, like, instantly. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way we met, do you want to talk about how we met, or do you want me to say? I can do it. I want to hear your perspectives. Oh, there you go. Ah, Wait. Where's my other one? We might have to pause one more time to watch this video. Where are the farts? But... (laughs) <laughs> okay, I found my video. We can talk about that later. Okay. Um, let's see how we met. Yes. Um, get out of my phone, Lily. I'm gonna try and not ADD. There's no guarantee. There's on this. no guarantee. I haven't taken my second half of meds today. <laughs> so, um, I would apparently Lily needs to charm in. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I. Uh, like crystals and rocks and all those things because they're pretty and rainbowy and fun and um, people like pretty rocks. So mm-hmm. I um went to the Kendall Yards Night Market and right before I left, I grabbed a couple crystals and shoved them in my pocket. Um, and went and got some able skivers, some gluten free able skivers because mm-hmm. oh my god, so good. And then walked over to the Hierophant tent, Hierophant Meadery. Mm. Um. Sorry, I have to interject just because I've asked them and I've practiced a million times. Oh. Hero font. Hero font. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyways, continue. Yeah, I always think elephant and so it's hero font. 
<laughs> That's from tarot, though. That's not from anything else. Okay, so hero font metery, and um, your let's see, your partner who's there with you, and I forgot her name. It's something different. It's something weird. Uh, yes, Argel. Argel. Yes. She complimented me carrying my own container for my Able Skivers because yes. I like to do zero waste, which is amazing um, lifestyle as much as possible. So I had my container and was eating my delicious Able Skivers. And so since she complimented me, I was like, oh my God, you made my day. Thank you. And asked you and her um, if you would like one of my crystals, which was funny because I picked those exactly. I was like, somebody special is going to want these today. And I picked them out, and you two picked those too. Mm. Um, and so that's that. Because then afterwards, then I, I think I asked it if you had an Instagram, and I followed you, or no, we just found each other. There was oh. no like, hey, let's connect. There was none of that. We just one of us showed up on each other's. Oh, no, I was looking at through Hierophant. I, Hierophant. Oh. I was looking through theirs, and then found that yours makes and was sense. like, who is this person that's they're following and blah blah blah. And then I saw you doing that stuff, and I even I followed you on my personal account. And you saw my mountain earrings and was like, whoa, where do I get these? And then I followed you on my business account. And then everything just happened because I posted some stuff and you were like, oh, my God, this is something that I totally need and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I love That's that. It's so funny. I love that hearing from like, your perspective, too. Because So from my perspective, I was having a rough day. I really didn't want to be there. I was working. The- I had no idea. Yeah. And you had no idea. Oh my God. I, I love the universe. I know. It was, uh, I was doing night market after work, after nine or 10 hour days at work. Oh I was doing three or four hours at the night market and I loved doing the night market, but it was still like considered work. It's exhausting. Yeah. I was just there and peopling. Um, so yeah. And then I found that you were, uh, jewelry maker mm-hmm. and that you did all these cool outdoorsy shit and I was like hell yes we're gonna be friends no doubt about it yep. and so here we are and, and it's friends. funny kind of how fast we became friends because it was like no contact and then no nope. contact and it was like oh instant. my god I love you I know it was like instant and Pretty I much. love I love those type of people Me in too. my life um and it was perfect timing per- from a, like, selfish side because I had just started getting into crystals. And, so yeah, no, like, literally, I just started getting into <laughs> it. And she, uh, Jacqueline brings me to this most amazing crystal shop, which, is it closing soon, mm-hmm. by the way? Okay, let's not talk about Shout it. Shout out to Munchie's Rock Pile Munchie's Rock Pile is amazing. Um, I have, like five of their crystals on my person right now I'm pretty sure oh yeah I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you have more than that well there's some in my purse um too. can I just paint you guys a picture of Jacqueline really quick because like <laughs> if as if her personality doesn't tell you enough about her she's wearing rainbow cargo pants tie-dyed I mean not hand rainbow tie-dye. tie-dye my bad tie-dye hand tie-dyed cargo pants a bright blue shirt Probably a ring on every finger except for her One, middle two, finger. Three, four, five, six, uh, like seven, eight, nine, ten, ten rings, on, rings, but only on four fingers. Wait, not four <laughs> fingers. I can't count. And almost all Seven. of them are turquoise. Yes. Which, do you want to talk about one reason why you like turquoise? Well, I didn't know that's the reason I like turquoise. Um, I've always liked turquoise. I think I like the color. It's like sky blue. Um, which is funny because if you ask me my favorite color, I will not tell you it's sky blue. I'll tell you it's hot pink and purple. Mm. Um, side note on that. It's because when I was little, my, um, favorite color was hot pink and purple. Um, 
but I don't wear hot pink or purple. Yeah. <laughs> I will I wear blue. Say, I've never seen you wear either nope, of those colors. Nope. And I, I, I will only wear, um, I wear blue most of the time. It's my favorite mm-hmm. color to wear. Probably my favorite color. But anyways, um, uh, my Nana was just my dad's mom passed away recently and I, um, I didn't know, or I forgot she lived in the Southwest. And so she liked feathery kind of Southwest jewelry, which is the kind of jewelry that I've always been drawn to, but didn't find out um, that that was her favorite um, thing until two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I've got one of, I've got two of her rings on right now. Um, and they're so beautiful. And one is a gigantic ring. Um, so fun. This one's my favorite, I think, honestly, because the one? uniqueness of it. <laughs> it's like brown and turquoise, and then it has like suns on the side of it, almost. That one cost me six bucks in shipping because Shut the chick up. couldn't get the ring to set, and she goes, "I just don't want to look at anymore. Someone pay me for shipping." And I said, "Mine." And she goes, "You seriously want it? The stone falls out." And I go, "No, it doesn't." And when I got oh, it, it didn't, and so I just super glued it in there, and now I have this gorgeous ring that's probably like a hundred and forty dollars, oh, and I got it for my six. God, that's amazing. Yeah, most of that these is- I've gotten. Uh, every single one I've gotten at a discount, actually, because mm. some relationship with the person or some good thing or another reason why I'm friends with Jacqueline because <laughs> she's a bargain hunter just like me. Really, really good at it. But I, I want, don't want to get too off topic because I Squirrel. forgot. I know we're really good at that. Um, we forgot to check in and ask the question. So you can ask me if you want, but actually, I'll just, I can just start. I'll just say how I'm feeling today. Um, from the heart. So no, no, like I'm fine. Right. This is like, I'm fine. I don't either. But just to clarify with like listeners, that's like not how we roll. Um, so going back to checking in with your own body, thinking about how you're feeling right now, truly, how is your body in its most natural state right now? For me, I'm a little bit lizard brained is that the right word like reptile brain yeah sluggish or yeah explain that a little bit more like I I can't I'm having a hard time focusing on one thought but I'm also okay with that like I don't just feeding off of me I mean it could be a little (laughs) bit but I don't think it's it's not negative no it's just um it's well it's my Sunday today so I I start my work week tomorrow and I always kind of get a weird lethargy almost feeling I do that on Sundays yeah Sundays suck yeah I can explain that in a little bit if you want yes that would be great because I would love some insight on why I just I have to take extra good care of myself I was even like um I was even telling myself today that I needed extra alone time um you guys are so cute. Yeah. <laughs> you attach pictures on too? Oh, yeah. We should attach some pictures. Absolutely. Right now, Jackson is cuddling with my Brucey boy. Because he's adorable. And well, he jumped yeah. on my lap. Yeah, he no, he totally did. He loves you. I love him. Um, well, now that you have a beautiful dog in your lap, how do you feel today, Jacqueline? Well, right now I feel good because I got Bruce. Yay. Um, I am tired. I was going to say I kind of feel childlike in that part of me wants to throw a temper tantrum and say, I don't want to do anything mm. and curl up in a blanket and just like be. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be around you. I'm happy that you're not asking me to do anything. Um, nobody knows. Well, I said it, but my Nana passed away. Um, it'll be two weeks ago tomorrow. And I just got back at midnight last Wednesday and my body, I feel like it just kind of shut down. Um, I've been having trouble using words. <laughs> like I'll start talking and then it just stops and I'm going, I, I can't, I can't human. Um, but I'm not sad. I'm just really, really tired. And then I'm sore because yesterday I crashed my mountain bike. <laughs> Probably because of the whole body not being 100% thing. So I've got right. these huge bruises on my arms. But that was, sounds weird, but it was really fun. It was awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. badass. I'm a badass. I crashed my bike. Um, but other than that, like, tired, happy, kind of want to take a nap. Yeah. Kind of don't. I feel like that feeling, that's a really good way to describe that, like, that childlike feeling. Yeah, childlike, where you should it, take a nap and you need to take care of yourself, yeah. but you don't, so you're kind of throwing a temper tantrum. Like, yes. no, I don't want to, but if you lie down and have someone wrap you up in a blanket and you'll fall, with, with a Disney movie, you'll yes. fall asleep and be like, okay, thank you. Yes. And, but you also, you're, like, being pulled to this adult side, probably. Like, yeah, I should that, be doing things and I'm not. Right. And yeah, that's a hard. If you're wondering what that noise is, that's Bruce snoring <laughs> on my arm with his eye open. Yes. <laughs> oh god. I have a little pink well, dog on my lap. I'm glad that you were able to come despite yes. those feelings and holding a lot of space for you as much as I can. Well, what I'm doing is being re- well. That's yesterday when my mountain bike ride. I was supposed to go with my group and uh, my friend who um is going through a divorce. She didn't want to, she couldn't make it on time. And I didn't want to go ride with people who didn't know what was going on with me. So they couldn't read me. Like I'd be more, I'd be more inclined to not care for myself. Where if I'm with my friend, Sarah, she um, knows what's happening, knows how my brain's working right now. So if something's not working right, or if I just like start crying for no reason, um, she wouldn't be like, Oh my God, like, Oh my God, over? what's going on? Yeah. Right. Cause I went climbing earlier in the day also. And like, kind of fell off an easy route and my body just went oh, and I almost started crying mm-hmm. which I never like it was just weird it wasn't like I was sad or anything it was just mm-hmm. like and boom and I'm going okay what's going on here I'm so confused it's like that moment you realize that your body is not where you want it to be or I and I don't know it because I feel fine right but things just aren't working right it is the weirdest thing I've never had this experience before so I'm kind of just going I'm not gonna ask myself it's really weird how nice I'm being to myself because usually I'm like go 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 and right now I'm like I don't know what's happening so we're just gonna try and be in as tune as possible and let everybody know what's going on and I'm like today I can't I'm sorry I'd love to but I just can't because I don't know what's going on yeah. <laughs> so sure. yeah I get that well part of me wants to like keep going down this rabbit hole but part of me is like okay we can do that another day right (laughs) we can do that every other day um and it's not a rabbit hole I don't mean it like that I just mean like we could talk about mental health for hours and hours and hours and hours yes and Um, we do yes we do and that's why you're my first official guest okay but the whole kind of reason I wanted you on um was to talk about social media and how it relates to your mental health. So, um, lately, so for me, I, 
I've been kind of staying away from Facebook, Mm -hmm. but it's also made me realize that Facebook has some good things about it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I like that you can make events on it Mm -hmm. and I like that it's a way to bring people together in that way. Mm -hmm. And I like that you can find events on it in your area in a very easy way and be like, oh, I want to go to this. How do I get tickets? It's just easy. Yes. But other than that, I, I honestly, I kind of despise Facebook. And I haven't really identified one good reason why. Um, maybe it's because it's too ADD. Like, it's too, too, much, information. too much information for my ADD brain. Um, but, like, tell me, tell me why you don't have a Facebook. Well, the thing is, I do have a Facebook. Oh, see, I this just, is why. I have. I have a Facebook. I've had it since... Whenever Facebook came out, like I didn't want one. And my roommate at the time signed me up and was like, here, this is your Facebook. And I'm going like, she had the most random crap on there. It was so funny. I think it's still on there because I thought it was funny. Like my, when they had like the about me portion. Mm -hmm. Um, and I used, I mean, it was, it was really fun. You know, I'd connect with my friends, like people down the hall and we'd just be talking back and forth. Right. Um, this was a long time ago. I would say 15 years, but that's not it. Anyways, it was like 12 years ago. How old are you again? 33. Okay. Yes. So, um, about, well, I was on Facebook a lot in 2014, 2015. I wasn't working. I was in Portland and I would go on there and talk to people and post pictures and memes and it was fun. I mean, it was good. Um, but I, I count look that time was when my mental health started really affecting my life. I think because I was by myself all day and I was seeing all these other people do really cool things. I mean, I was doing really cool things. I was riding my bike all the time. I was going around traveling um, with the company I worked for. I didn't really work. They, I mean, I worked for them, but they didn't pay me. That's another story. So, um, and then when I came back to Spokane. So I was in Portland. My parents had to come, what I say, rescue me because I didn't have any money. Um, and when I got back, I basically, I think I deactivated my Facebook or I just deleted it off my phone and was like, I can't do this. Cause when I had logged out and I came back on, there was a picture of my ex, um, doing something like in the shop that we had worked together. And I was like, Nope, I can't. And deleted it because it was just too much. I couldn't see it. It didn't make me feel good. And I didn't want to see what was going on. I was too fragile mentally. Do you feel like at that point you didn't have, like in your emotional state, like, do you think you could have had the abstinence, like to be able to go on Facebook and not look at your, no, cause it just popped up. I wouldn't look at it. I was trying to avoid it. I didn't want to see any of his stuff, but we had a lot of close friends and they'd take stuff. And I was like, I cannot afford for this to jump out at me when I'm not expecting it. It was, right. it was so fragile. Right. Like the only way that's when Tangled became my coping mechanism. The movie Tangled. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Because uh. I had my own room, but, um, in my parents, I moved back in with my parents. Um, cause they didn't have any money. And so, I would sleep downstairs. They have a wood stove and it's always been my happy place. And so I put on Tangled because there's no place in that movie that you can wake up. Like if you fall asleep, because this is the childlike thing where I'm like, I need people to take care of me. I can't function. Um, I could fall asleep at any point in that movie and wake up 
and not be scared when I wake up and be like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Something bad's happening because you wait two minutes in that movie and it's all fine and it's all good. Like that is one of the only movies where everything is good, like all the time. I can't say I've seen that movie oh now that you're gosh, talking my, about it. I might I have it. to watch it right after you leave today. Do you have it? <laughs> no. I was going to look on Netflix or they something. don't have it on Netflix. Turn it. Come over and watch it. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's that was my little coping mechanism of like, no, it makes me happy. I can watch it then. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so I didn't, let's see, I don't even think, I didn't even get on, on Facebook again until... February because there was a and that was in November there was a guy I was interested in and I wanted to see if he was on Facebook so I kind of did some stalking okay and was just like oh but I didn't even have it back on there I had to go through messenger and say view profile because it still wasn't on my phone okay and during that chunk of time is when I became I had let's see so when I was in Portland I was running three Instagrams I had my essentially what what they call the influencer account now okay which wasn't a thing as much when I was doing that in 2014, it kind of, I feel like it became big in the last year or yeah. longer and it yeah. wasn't then. So like I was a rep for a ski company and some outdoor gear and other things. And so I would had to think about what I was posting to get followers and what people would like the most. And then I had my one for my jewelry, which is uh, I make jewelry from upcycled bike parts. And now rock climbing parts. Woo-hoo. I'll post all this, all the links to all of her stuff on my show notes. Tweet. So everyone knows. Yay. Um, so I did that. And then um, and then I have my personal one. And that one is where I post things that I don't care if people see. I don't care if people like. Um, it's just things on there that make me happy. And like my favorite hashtag that I put is it's things that make me happy. Mm. Um and I only do it for me. Like, if you read through my hashtags, you'll see them. They're utterly ridiculous. But they make me happy. I don't care if anybody searches them. I don't care if they see them. They're things that make me happy. So when I go back and look at them, that's what it is. Like, um, you'll see the people that do, like, oh, I went climbing, and this is me being badass. Or I went rock climbing, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, I did some really cool stuff today, but I didn't pull my phone out. So here's a ladybug I saw. <laughs> and... It made me happy. I love that so much. That's the best part is Jacqueline is like you like I feel like part of you just you know who you are so well that you don't fucking care what it looks like to other people. I will. In that moment, this is what you feel like, so this is what you look like to others. Exactly. Period. End of story. Like no bullshit. Just how it is. That's exactly how it is. And I love it. Well, and that's what frustrates me about social media. I don't know if you want me to go into that at all. Yeah, no, we'll, we can we'll definitely get there. Want. We'll definitely get there. Okay. I was going to ask you, though, because I didn't oh. want to forget how that went with the influencer. Like, did that in at that time when it wasn't, like, super big yet, did that affect your mental health, trying to get followers, trying to get... I'm sure it did. Yeah. I'm sure it did. So that one, I'll go and search it and see, because I haven't posted on anything on that one in, I don't, I don't know, at least two years. Yeah. Um, I only have 375 followers now. But I used to have it. I mean, I I don't think I even had that many then. But I haven't posted anything on there since December 2016, mm. beginning in December. Um, but it was a lot of work trying to figure out, you know, what people liked, what they wanted to see. Um, because people don't want to see the things that I think are fun. You know, they're right. like, oh, there's your dog. Or, oh, there's this. And, like, one of the ones that got the most was, like, a picture of my feet and my dog's feet going 
happy mud paws or muddy paws or happy paws or whatever. Um, <laughs> so random. But they liked it. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it was a lot of doing a lot of hashtag research. And mm. I mean, but a lot of that stuff was when I was happy. Yeah. Um, and so, so you were in posting. a good mental state. I was in a good mental state and mm. I enjoyed posting them. Like a lot of them I was, ha- I was doing really, I was doing really good. And like my mom could tell when things started to decline. Cause she looked at my face and she goes, your smile is so fake right there. Mm. But people who didn't know couldn't tell, no but idea. you can see it in my eyes. And I would go to my mom like, am I not broken yet? Can you see it? Is my face not broken? And she goes, it's getting there. But now mm. looking back, I can go and go, Oh, and so I kind of, I stopped posting on my jewelry. Um, I stopped posting on my other one and I just started posting on my own yeah. little things that made me happy. Like mm. it was some icicles and lights and Aww. a plant, I think, or my dog or, and I tried to do one thing every day. Cause like yeah. I used to do what I call good things lists and I still yes. do them sometimes, but it was five things on that day. Yes. That made me happy. Yes. And like it, a great, it's like a, another form of a gratefulness. Kind practice. of. But, but I call it a good things list because it wasn't want to be a grateful thing. It I did a, that. So I did that same thing except for I hashtag Tara's happy days. Yes. I did that same thing. And and they can it be stupid one thing little things. Like yeah. one of them is what when I was working, it was I got my email to work today because I could not figure out how to get my email. It was being ridiculous. And then I got to work and I was like, heck yes, that is my happy thing today. So what did you gain mentally in that moment or in any moment when you do something similar to that, where you post something, it just as an ode to yourself? What, what do you feel like that does for your mental health? Makes me happy in myself. It makes me, I think, I'm guessing it's like a mindfulness or appreciate of myself appreciation. Like I look at it and go, yeah, that's something that makes me feel good. It's not yeah. something that I'm trying to do for somebody else. That is right. something just for me. Like so what, what you're saying about not caring. Right. Yeah. So I'm asking this not because I don't have an idea, but I'm no. asking because I want your opinion. What is your, what do you think is the difference between simply just taking a moment to be grateful versus posting something on social media? What is what is the difference to you? For me, I like being able to go back and look at the picture itself mm. and going, oh, that was good. Oh, um, oh, mine became a practice for my mental health. So I could go back and look at it and yes. say, I do have a good life. Yeah. There are good things in my life. These things make me happy. So when I was at my darkest and I couldn't figure out why I exist or anything, I'd look back and go, Oh, that was a good thing. Oh, people do care about me. Okay, I'm okay. Because I didn't know that I was okay. Like when I was talking yeah. about Tangled, I've, I've never finished the whole Tangled thing. I couldn't go to sleep without reading a book mm-hmm. or watching Tangled because my men- I was mentally just going bonkers and driving myself crazy of like, this sucks. I can't figure out what's happening right now, what's going on. And it was so stressful and so sad. Like just this, people who say they, they're depressed – I think if you're really depressed, you don't go around saying that to people. You pretend like everything's fine because it's too hard to open that up to other people. And I, people go, so how are you? And I go, do you want the real answer or do you want the fake answer? Because if I'm going to tell you the real answer, you don't get an opinion. Yeah. You don't get to tell me what I'm feeling. You do not get to tell me how to fix it. Yeah. You get to sit there and listen and appreciate that I'm telling you. Otherwise, I'm not opening you up to that because it hurts too much. Yeah. So. You, you when you're at that low of a state, you don't want to be vulnerable. 
you're not that's I'm already point. vulnerable right. I don't want to be more vulnerable right I'm exactly like, I'm like hi I got up and I put on pants today yeah yay me yeah um because it was so fucking hard to get up and put on pants yeah. people don't realize how fucking hard it is to be like no I got up I put on pants yay me I am out of bed because all you want to do is pull the covers up and pretend you don't exist. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's, that's something like with suicide, people are like, well, why do people commit suicide? I'm like, it's not that they don't want to die. They don't want to live. It's that they want whatever pain is in them to stop. Right. And depression is one of the worst pains ever. It hurts so bad because you cannot figure out how to fix it. Yeah. So, um, that's where- so would you say, that like in from that perspective that posting those little small your little small things every day your five small things kind those of were, helped you come those out helped. of it those like totally helped helped you be able to self-reflect and be and and look back you know like you yeah. said as a memory and be like look I I do have a good life yeah or like I, okay I know I was struggling right there but that little thing made me feel good like right. I have one on here that I posted um those 14 names ever came back and I was looking for Ross <laughs> and someone messed up and it was supposed to be butternut squash like pasta and they wrote butt squash butt squash, butt squash <laughs> pasta and you're like that got eight likes uh, I don't care squash. like my hashtags were seriously it's what's for dinner and you had one job that is not for anybody else except for me to go back and go seriously butt squash like who does that <laughs> it was so funny Oh my god, that's amazing. It was ridiculous. Um <laughs> yeah, uh, another one I put on there. This is actually when I was in Portland, but um it was gluten-free lap dances. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, cuz we need you know, to go there. Yeah, cuz you know, <laughs> gluten-free lap dances. Like there's just these silly things. Yes. Because I don't care who sees them. They make me smile. Yes. Um it's interesting cuz now that I'm thinking about it, I've never thought about it from like so intentionally that way, mm-hmm. but there was a time in my life when I was, I would say, like, borderline depressed mm-hmm. all the time. Like, and I was always kind of, like, wavering between right above being depressed and right below, like, right mm-hmm. in it, you know? And I st- when, that's when I started doing Tara's Happy Days. And the things that I posted were always something for me that – for me, it was, like, based on community almost. Mm-hmm. So it would be, like, something that somebody said at the store to me. It's something that or, hits you at your core. It's your yes. important at your core. Yes. And that maybe happens every day, but we don't really think about it mm-hmm. all the time. Or we don't choose to focus on it because we're so stuck in our own thoughts. Yes. So I remember that bringing me out, kind of bringing me right to uh, out of that, that borderline that mm-hmm. I was wavering in. And... Um, there was actually one post I'll, I'll never forget when I, um, I had a flat tire going to Sandpoint and it was on the side of the road. (coughs) Okay. Let's try this again. Um, so I was on my way to Sandpoint and I got a flat tire, um, on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere, no civilization. I had never changed a flat before. Um, I was about to do it by myself. Just by based on instructions from my dad, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because we've actually had experience of flat hey, tire yeah, before, yeah. where Jacqueline changed the whole thing in eight minutes flat. About but time I figured out how to use how to do it. I get them. It was amazing. <laughs> um, 
But uh, anyway, so I was having a horrible day. Like I was on my way to the cabin after a long day at work and I was, I had never gotten a flat tire before. So I thought I was going to blow up when it first happened because the sound was so intense because oh, <laughs> it like popped bam. and I was like, ah! thought I was going to die. I was maybe on the side of the road for maybe two minutes. I kid you not, maybe two minutes when somebody pulled over this man and his wife. Thank goodness it was both of them or else it might have been like a horror story intro because he had no teeth. Oh, my. He had a mullet. Oh, of course. A half mullet, I should say, because he didn't really have hair on the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of looked terrifying. Yeah, okay. But he fixed my tire in like five minutes flat. And... I just remember feeling so grateful. Like, my family was kind of freaking out. Like, oh, my God, you let some random person freak. I was like, what do you mean I let them? I didn't even talk to him. He just did it. Like, he didn't ask for anything. He didn't, like, you know, he asked if I was okay. And then he just did it. And honestly, that is exactly what I fucking needed in that moment. And I just went about my day. And it was great. And then I posted about it. And I just remember... I feel like if I hadn't posted about it, I wouldn't have remembered it this clearly. Exactly, And I love that about it. I love that about social media that it just reminds you, it gives you a bigger picture. Maybe that's a good way to put it. It gives you the big picture of your life in a little bit more specific I mean, way. It's for me, at least my Instagram, it's a visual diary mm. of my day yeah. or my uh-huh. time. And But, well, I was like, I haven't, I don't post if I have nothing to post, but sometimes I will go out and find a silly picture of something and be like, I appreciate this right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's my dog. Um, she's the cutest dog ever. She's ridiculous. But so, so that's something that, you know, she, hell, when I was in Portland and I was so down, I had to get out of bed because I had to let the dog out. And she would roll over and stick her nose on the side of my bed and be like, Jacqueline, it's time to get up. And I'd be like, I don't want to get up. And she's like, yes, but I really have to pee. (laughs) And so I get up. You have somebody to take care of. Yeah, because she was six months old at that point, I think, ish, six or seven months old. So she's a baby. She's like, mom. Well, not mom, because I'm not her mom. Um, But dude, I got to pee. I can't open the door. (laughs) Let me out. and, and she's fluffy and sweet, and she gave me somebody to take care of. Like, I just – she's a good girl. So mm. she's – I mean, she's, one, like, half the reason I get up in the morning, even now, well, because, again, she has to pee. But, you know, <laughs> she's my little – I call her my furry bestie, yeah. my four-legged bestie, my fluff monster. She's, and she really does bring her, like, most places, you guys. She's it's, in the car right now with the windows down hanging out. Yeah, just chilling. She would be in here, but my dog is a little bit of a bitch, so yeah. we didn't really well, want to Well, Piper's not exactly – She's a uh, serious only child syndrome. <laughs> yeah, so is our dog. Don't worry, she's safe. Don't call the cops on me. Trust <laughs> me. All the shades are up. The windows are down. She's taking a nap. She's so happy. Yes. We've checked on her. Yeah, multiple times. Um. Okay. So your only social media that you really use is Instagram. Is yes. that correct? Yeah, and I post from my jewelry account. It goes automatically onto Facebook. Oh, uh, that's well not, nice. Yeah, so like I'll do that, but I don't ever go on it and look unless someone messages me. Every once in a while I'll go on there and then okay. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I mean, I have. That's a smart way to do it. That's really smart. Yeah. Because I, I sub like not consciously did that, like on accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was posting on Facebook and I was like, oh, shit. 
I didn't realize I was posting on Facebook, but mm-hmm. then I realized, I mean, it's a good way to continue to get my message and what I, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm trying to build here out there. I the don't universe. half the time I've even kept a Facebook or anything is because I have family all like in Spain and Venezuela and Miami and mm-hmm. all these places. And I want to have a way to connect with them if I need to, mm-hmm. but I've just gotten so far away from it. Facebook was so negative. Cause I, so I went back actually onto Facebook and was like, Oh, I'm posting again. And then I got so tired of hearing people's political stuff or their unfounded opinions Ugh, or all the of that political crap. thing and the opinion thing is of like just gets can't me. you just people can't you just can't you just let people be yeah and so so what do you I think it again where do you think would be a healthy outlet for those people like how do you think we can I mean this is a really big question I realize but it's just something that's always on my mind because I love having an opinion I really mm-hmm. do and I love sharing my opinion with people and I mm-hmm. love asking why other people have their opinion. If people could be more open and allow you to allow allow you to listen to them yeah. without being judgmental, yeah. then we could have that space where they could but have a conversation. Do you think that's why people have the conversations that they do on Facebook? Do you think that's the reason? Well, they're like, I'm right, I'm right, you're wrong, and right. I'm not going to listen to you. It's more where, an ego thing. Yes. Like a prove me, prove you right, wrong. Yeah. And then like people will put the negative things. Oh, I had such a shitty day, blah, blah, blah. My life sucks. And you're going, I don't want to hear this. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to help you. But I, I, uh, the thing is like, it's not like I say I don't care because I do care about you. But dude, if you really need help, reach out to someone. Exactly. Because I feel like a lot of those people, it's an attention thing. And you're like, look, if you, you can take steps to help yourself. Yeah. This is not the right outlet. This is not the thing you should be doing, especially when you do it every single day yeah. about how your life sucks. Right. You're going to have to start making a change. It right. comes from you. Fine. If your job sucks, I but you can't quit it. Okay. Find a little thing that you like about your job. Even right. if it's just like, hey, I have money. Yep. Because you have to switch your mentality. Right. You're Nothing- never going to be happy if you can't be happy now law of attraction there are friends you have to, you want good you have to put good out yep it's one of 100%. the reasons i do the crystal things because yes. if i give people a crystal and it makes them happy then they make somebody else happy and it yeah. makes me happy and then you just have this wave of happiness going out for me and i'm like yes yes so. i love that let's talk about that more because i love talking about crystals so much oh my with God. you um so how did you first start getting into crystals? How long have you been into crystals? Uh, I got my first crystal when I was six. Mm-hmm. I've always loved rocks and shells. I was in, I want to say Montana or something with my mom because my dad travels for work and she and I would go with him. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. And then we'd call, go exploring in the towns that he were in because he'd be in these little obscure towns and I'd call it exploring. And so we'd find different little shops. And my mom took me into a shop and it had, I had like $6 and I bought a, it was a little pendant that had a crystal on it. Like they had like the bell on the top of it, Mm -hmm. the fiddle at the top of the crystal. Mm -hmm. And I bought it. I never wore it. Mm -hmm. It was in a little pretty thing. I still have it. It's still in a, in the same pouch that I got years later and slept with it under my pillow. Mm -hmm. And then my mom... What kind of crystal was it? Just a little quartz, like maybe a half an inch long. Mm. Um, and it, Yeah, I don't even... I mean, that's just one I've had forever. And then 
My mom had rocks and crystals everywhere. And she got me a rose quartz when I was 16. And I didn't really do much with it. Um, But my dad and I got in a huge fight. And I was so upset. And I remember holding it and carrying it with me for I don't know how long afterwards. But I remember being in the grocery store up in Deer Park and holding it in my hand. Um, And that one stayed in my pocket ever ever since then. And I actually lost it like two years ago. Um, But I had lost it before then, like for two years and then found it randomly like under my couch. So you're going to find it. I would think so. If you were meant to still have it. Yeah. And if not, I found some other ones, but um, that's kind of when it started. And I was like, okay, well I have this one. And then I've looked up the meanings of different crystals and what they're good for and have had some experiences. Like when I've left ones at home and I had my gut saying, dude, you should take this one. Mm -hmm. And then something else happened. And I was like, Oh, well, that one's for protection. I guess I should have had that. Um, and they just, if nothing else, they make me feel connected. Yeah. It's just something. And so I don't feel alone and I can feel stronger. I mean, if it's, it's like a little talisman of, I'm not by myself. Yeah. Somebody cares about me. Or even if it's just me cares about me. Right. So. It's a physical reminder that you care about yourself. Yes. That's a really good way to put it. Yes. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Because I, I definitely feel that way. And I feel like. It's hard to conceptualize ourselves as as somebody who takes care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So to have that physical remnants of something, yep, is so powerful. Well, and that's like, so I asked my boyfriend. He, I go, how do you, you know, get dressed in the morning? He goes, I put on clothes, and I go, you don't think about what to wear, or how it makes you feel, and he goes, no, and I go, really? Because I dress so intentionally, yeah, for how I feel that day, yeah, like. I wear more rings when I feel like I need to be a warrior. They're my shields. They're my armor. Mm-hmm. Or I wear jewelry. Like, I feel happy today. I'm going to wear these earrings. And I have certain earrings where I only wear if I'm feeling really, really strong that day. Yeah. Because otherwise, if I look in the mirror, I go, oh, those look weak. And then I feel weak. Right. Um, but I think that's one of the reasons why I favor big, bold jewelry. Because I like the strong and the strength. And I see it and I go, yeah, I'm a badass. Like, yeah. Isn't that, that kind of a powerful stuff. word? A badass. Yeah, that's like, my favorite word. It's that's my favorite. oh, it's it's my favorite too. That's mm-hmm. how, like, so much of my mental health has gotten to the place that it's at, is between Chaz calling me a badass. Like he calls me a badass like once a week. Mm-hmm. Like he'll just be like, "You're a fucking badass." I'm like, "You're right, I am." Mm-hmm. And or I'll tell it to myself when I'm feeling extra. But it, it you're, you're right. I have. It's. I have to like embody it somehow, other than just saying it mm-hmm. to myself. You, you know, have to have that reminder. Of, no, this is what I am. Right. Well, so um, on the concept of jewelry and physical reminders, I have a ring, um, and it says "fucking okay. warrior goddess." I love that so much. I love that one too. And I was gonna put warrior, and the person who makes this, she is a mental health advocate, and mm-hmm. so she does a lot of ones like "fuck depression," "fuck fear." Mm-hmm fuck or fucking warrior and the the fucking goddess and i i liked both of the words uh, warrior goddess because mm-hmm. i have a hard time um accepting the feminine side of me because mm-hmm. femininity is so much of the time put as a weakness mm-hmm. and um and i didn't want just the warrior because mm-hmm. i wanted to accept the part that no i am a woman and i am strong and a mm-hmm. goddess like Dude, you look at some of those Grecian goddesses. You do not 
fuck with them no. or the Irish no. ones. Like I can't even say their names. Like the, I don't know what they are, but holy crap. Like those women, yeah. they are gorgeous. They are sexy. They are, but dude, you do not piss them off. Right. <laughs> and that's why I wanted him like, no, I will be like them. I will be the warrior goddess. Yeah. And I like the fucking part of it because right? that's my favorite word because it's well, such epicence and power. I'm and like, so glad you said that because I just fucking watched Tony Robbins yesterday. Have mm-hmm. you watched Tony Robbins? I am not your guru. guru. No, but I'll feel like Okay. Do you know who Tony Robbins is? Yes. Okay. So do you like Tony Robbins? Yes. Okay. Me too. I just found out that I liked him. Um, but mm-hmm. I knew of him, but he was talking about why he uses swear words mm-hmm. a lot. Um, in this documentary and one of the main reason is for the wow factor Mm -hmm. because it takes your brain like out of this like it it momentarily almost like resets your nervous system in a way Mm -hmm. because you're most people are so like jolted in a way by these Mm -hmm. words by any bad word that it it literally resets your nervous system so that you're clear so a lot of times people will laugh Mm -hmm. or they'll be taken aback by a bad word or a cuss word and it's just but it's so much more powerful in that way Mm -hmm. and that's I think why like that's why I love swearing saying fuck all the time my mom gets so mad take that out and I'm just like but I like it okay my dad was like Jacqueline watch your mouth you're a lady oh I hate that and well I have a friend who sent me one, a meme, and it was, I do not spew expletives. I announce them loudly and clearly, like a fucking lady. I'm like, (laughs) yes, I do. Because because when I say fuck, it is loud, it is enunciated, (coughs) and it is there. It's, or like I, I, what did I say? My, I equated to, I'm like, it's like an exclamation point in the middle of the fucking sentence. Yes. That was my quote. I'm like, because it is, it is an exclamation point. It is saying this right fucking here. Anyways. Listen to me now. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> and then oh. one more. I have another ring on the other side and that one on the inside. So the fucking warrior goddess is on the outside. So I see it and other people can see it. That is like my little antidepressant ring of like, here, you are here. This is it. Like you are strong. Yeah. And the other one on the inside, it says brave mm. because that's not something that everybody else needs to see. Yeah. Um, the other one, like I need to see it, but that one I know is there. Like, yeah. you don't always have to see that I'm brave, but I know what's here. And those are, like, ones, the warrior goddess on my on my uh, right hand and the other one's on my left. It's my little balance of, like, and it's made, um, what, two Lapoy's designs, if anybody's interested. Yeah, I'll put, put all link. these She's links. wonderful. Liz is amazing. I just, She's a badass. And, oh, I just yeah. love all these awesome local people yes. and, yes. Little art- artists. Um, has, I think that's. Another reason that we were meant to be friends is for that community aspect, Mm -hmm. like in this particular community that we're in, Mm -hmm. like, because we both know that there's a big community out there, like of Mm -hmm. people like us all over the world, but we don't want those people. We want this. Yeah. I don't want, want, I don't need a lot of them. Right. That's one thing. Instagram has been good for me is that I have found a lot of people like me. Mm-hmm. through it mm-hmm. like like you but mm-hmm. even people um in my I call them my virtual friends but yeah. if I ever met them in person I would we would run into each other's arms be like oh my god I missed you how are you right so like I get on Instagram and my boyfriend's like what are you doing I'm like I'm talking to my friends yeah. it's like you don't know these people and I'm like but I do yeah <laughs> so um 
And I think that is um, part of like our gifts as empaths Mm -hmm. is that even though, even through the depths of social media, like we are able to see a person or at least most of the time we'd like to think, and I'm sure 99% of the time we're right. We are able to see those people for who they are Mm -hmm. and we're able to see like they're they're being genuine, their genuine selves on this platform. Yeah. And that through communication and through community and through these like similar hashtags or whatever, like we can build those relationships and yeah. feel important and feel like part of something bigger than just our little heads that we yeah. get into. I hmm, I love that. I forgot what I was gonna say. It fell out of my brain. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap up if oh. you want to wrap up. But if there's any I have one more thing. Please do. Okay. Please. So this this is so going back about Instagram, this is where because I know you would want to talk to you about social media and my business in particular. Yes. So yes. this is this will kind of sum it up a little bit. Um when I'm running the business, I have to care about likes and who sees stuff, mm-hmm. which is hard because on my personal account, which is an open one, it's not even private. Like I don't care. I don't do that. Obviously like the ladybug and stuff. Yeah. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to read this um, post I did. Cause this was, I hadn't done the beacon bling. This was back in, this was in November. Wow. That was, that's funny. That was like three years after I came back. So, okay. I put, okay. Time for some real talk. Instagram is hard for me sometimes. I don't like to post for likes. I had to do this with a previous job as a social media marketer. That was my one um, with the past job. And it's been pretty rough couple of years struggling with anxiety and depression and low self-worth. I retreated to this account when my parents had come had to come rescue me from a bad situation in Portland. Wasn't the same person and I didn't want to be. My pics became for me and me alone. So I could look back and see things that made me smile and remember that life really is good. It's therapeutic. This was my therapy. Um, I'm just starting to feel more like my true self again. That self doesn't care what other thinks. She does things that make her happy and is so excited about it. It feels so good to be that person. I love being that person. The problem is I've noticed an increase in my anxiety since I reactivated my jewelry account. There, I need to pay attention to what I post, how many likes it will get if people want to see it, etc. There, I have to open my soul for others' judgment because that's what you do when you sell your art. You bear your soul and hope somebody likes it. Who wants to have their soul judged? I don't. I like my soul. I love me, which is true because I do. I love myself. I love my rainbow pants. I love all my stuff. And my problem is when other people start going, oh, well, that's not good enough. I'm like, who the fuck are you to judge me? And like, that's my reaction. But I don't like that. I'm like, good for you. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I, uh, blah, blah, blah. I like my soul and I love me. This is so hard. And sometimes it hurts. What if I don't sell anything? What if no one sees this? Am I crazy for thinking people will want this? All the questions and all the doubt. That's why I gave up on it the first time and just donated my jewelry to Good Cause Auctions. I love to make it. I don't like to doubt myself. But here I am again and I'm trying. Anyway, I hope you made it through my tirade of vulnerability and fearing judgment. Extra hugs and kisses if you did. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you should go follow my jewelry account. Um, (laughs) But anyways, the post that made me smile um, is I had found on a run with my dog. I found a pencil, like a colored pencil. And it just said, follow your happy. And I was like, that's it. Because I don't, I don't want to care if people see my stuff and I don't want to be judged. This is it. This is my stuff. Yeah. Um, so 
Mm. And I was reading through your stuff, like your favorite part about social media. I love the connection. I love my pictures. I love being able to go back and look at things and see things that make me happy or what other people are doing or, oh my God, I love that dog or the ability to learn things really quickly. Like I, my plants and what's this and, oh, this is something this person does. Like that's how I found out about water propagation of succulents. So cool. But the least favorite part is the judgment Mm -hmm. and people being fake and their highlight reel. I'm like, dude, like I used to joke and tag my mom. Um, there was a Jeff Dunham thing where his daughter's being silly and he puts, she goes, here's a picture of my foot. LOL. I like that part of it of like, ha yeah. here's my foot. This is something stupid. Yeah. Like for a while there was the people that would post up a picture of their hand and just have a little thing of never let me go. And you're like, Never let you go what? Yeah, what does that mean? Tell me about your life. Right. It's like the real conversation versus the fake conversation. Right. I like it to be real. I yep. want to be laid bare. Yep. And I will do that. And if you don't like it, too fucking bad. Yep. But don't I, be a part of it. Exactly. Right. I want to see real. I want to see your life. I yeah. want to see that. Yeah. And I, I get discouraged when people don't want to show that. Yeah. And so, yeah, on my jewelry account, I don't show as much on my others or as I do on my other and I'll make more of an effort to be like here's this but I will say other things like my Nana passed and I'm going guys I'm not doing this right now I'm sorry I'll I'll see you in a little while I I can't yeah um so there you go I love it I love it good and that made me think of what kind of brought me to make these episodes about social media was was my online business that I was trying to start through Facebook and it was all about me being vulnerable like that was the point of it and it was so much work and I was making it a requirement for myself every single day without doing the actual self care mm-hmm. so I was faking it basically I was doing it for And I didn't know because I thought I was being vulnerable, but really I was doing all the easy work and none of the hard work. And well, if you're gonna do it. Sorry, my mouth is full muffin again. <laughs> you have to be half naked on a beach <laughs> with your ass hanging out. And have really long hair and do stuff. <laughs> that is the only way you're gonna have all that influence. Because I do the, t- I'm serious, I did the top nine, and all the pictures they liked was, like, my dog, and girls being pretty on a mountain, and all this other stuff, and I'm like, Ooh. man, that's not my top nine. Like, right? my top nine was applying for nursing school, yeah. um, going and seeing something awesome, like, Nate and I went on a parks trip, and, like, my dog, and meeting these wonderful people, and so mm-hmm. I made... Your own top nine. I had a top nine, and then I'm like, and here's the real top nine. That's cool. Because this is much cooler yeah. than this stupid thing that they tried to do. That's so funny. Um, I tried doing top nine, and the server was so busy, it would never loaded. Oh, I posted it, it about work. a week after, because it I couldn't did. get it to load. Yeah. I just kept waiting. I'm like, I'll get it eventually. And yeah. like a week later, I was like, yeah. yeah. I guess it's cool. So, well, Jacqueline, thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. Thanks for letting me be on here this and be so ADD. Fun. No, this was great. And I can't wait to have you on again because there's so much we have to talk about, like, on air, I feel like. You got to do this for um, hours. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could do it for hours as well. So, um, thanks for listening to my little bit of an extra long one today, but it's worth it. Um, if you guys want to check out Jacqueline's pages, um, she's at 
Can I do your personal one? You can do both. JK Small Fry is her personal. Beacon Bling is her uh, business. Um, and yeah, I'll post it all in the show notes and stuff. But if you want, we can put my old one on there because it's still active and you can yeah. see the shit I used to do. Yeah, if you guys are interested in seeing yeah, that kind of transformation, that'd be kind of interesting. I'm going to definitely go follow it. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't see anything for like ever ever but i can go back and look at it yeah for sure yeah um is there anything you want to leave everybody with at all any like i don't know any last tips i never have any good way to end this other than like Um, just sending out love to everybody like love you guys i don't know just be dude be gentle with yourself Mm. like there's so many people things or whatever that tell you what to do or what not to do or whatever, like listen to your body, listen to yourself. And if you need to take a step away, do it. It's the hardest thing to do is what I've been leading myself, telling people no and setting firm boundaries. And, and, oh God, I wanted to be like, never be afraid to be be yourself, which is so cheesy, but oh my God, (laughs) I'm sitting here in rainbow freaking pants and I have- Unapologetically, 100%. Yeah, because I'm comfortable and I will never be that person that everybody likes. I will never be that pretty tiny girl who has the long, gorgeous hair and all the makeup and all of that crap. So I've given up trying yeah. because it doesn't make me happy. Yeah. So damn it. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. You know, to a certain extent, don't go killing people because that makes you happy. That's the wrong thing. But um, <laughs> maybe go to therapy. But yeah, go to therapy because therapy <laughs> will make you happy. Therapy. Don't be afraid to go to therapy. Don't be afraid to take yes. yourself, take care of yourself. We can go on to that later. Yes. I'm uh, definitely yeah, going to have a podcast show. on medications and counseling. And good. Because I have good things for that one too. Yes, I know. And I'm talk excited. to your plants. Talk to your Always plants. Always talk to your plants. Don't overwater your succulents. That is the key. Tell them that you love them. It's not even overwatering. It's just talking to your plants. Talk like, to your that plants. That is literally the key, guys. You want to <laughs> care for them too much? Don't give them water. Talk to them. Social media is cool, but talk to your plants. Yes. And and <laughs> post about your plants on social media. Yeah. Oh, I totally go. do that. Full circle. Full I like circle. that. I yes. like that. Thank you. Okay. All right. Love you all. Love you.